if you're new to this space and you're not familiar with some of these products like the ticker symbol AI or NVDA, NVIDIA or TSM, I would just be wary of products that you're, if you question it, if you're like, do, do, are they really going to be in the AI space? Uh, are they not? I would kind of stay away from those. I would stick uh, in particular to the tech stocks that are well-known, very similar to my answer with uh, EV and sticking with you know your Fords, your GMs, your Teslas. On this episode of Early Bird, Mike Butler, host for TastyLive.com. Mike joins the podcast today to talk about his top stock picks in the electric vehicle space and for artificial intelligence, including EV stocks to avoid. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Mike, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How are you doing? Doing wonderful, you know, given the state of the stock market and things. Um, we are talking about EV stocks and artificial intelligence stocks today, two of the, the most popular categories among traders from 2023. But before we do that, Mike, let's talk a little bit about you and your background. In about 30 seconds or less, uh, how would you sort of describe to to our audience about your background and everything? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I went to school for everything but finance. <laughs> uh, I'm a self-taught options trader, and I've always had uh, an interest in teaching people. So that's pretty much what I do now on Tasty Live. Uh, we run a show Monday through Friday, basically when the market's open. And I have a show on that network called Options Trading Concepts Live at 11 a.m. Central every day. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been doing that for almost a decade. So it's been quite the journey. I've seen a couple of different market environments, and I think we're in a very interesting one now uh, with tech stocks, EV, you name it. Oh, yeah. I mean, these are stocks that are in focus, um, and we get a ton of questions about these two categories. So let's sort of get into it, Mike. Um, I guess, which, which of those two categories would you like to talk about first, AI or EV? Let's do EV first. I think EV, uh, everyone's talking about AI. Let's let's go against the grain here. We'll talk about EV uh, and some opportunities there, maybe some cautions as well. But I think it's definitely an interesting space. What are your thoughts? That's a, that's a good question. I think there's, you, you, obviously Tesla is certainly the, the king of that space, but then you have a lot of upstarts, at least among publicly traded companies in the EV space, as well as legacy car manufacturers who are trying to get into it. I guess for me, the big issue that I keep hearing about is demand in EVs has decreased in 2023, and it's impacting what some of these EV manufacturers might have to go through. Are you seeing something similar? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I, I, I do agree with you. I think that 
where you can get a quality EV right now is pretty limited. You have different companies uh, that kind of offer different things. So in my mind, uh, you have your Tesla, which is kind of like your sports car type brand of EV. Then you have Rivian, which is more like, like utility. But I'm glad you brought up the legacy automakers because um, recently Ford and GM signed a deal with Tesla to pretty much adopt their charging system uh, and their charging port. So um, from rumor on the street has it, I don't have an EV just yet, but rumor on the street is that Tesla charging point, charging ports are much more uh, readily available. They're like right off the highway. Some of the other companies' ports uh, are much harder to find, not as convenient, sometimes in dangerous areas. So the fact that these two big companies in Ford and GM have signed this deal with Tesla uh, kind of opens up the door for more demand on the road, uh, a seamless transition from a regular uh, combustion car to an EV. So I actually uh, kind of just to go right into it, I think that Ford and GM are interesting targets for longer term investments, especially with Ford and GM really not participating in the EV movement, uh, not even close to the gains that we've seen in Tesla this year. So down the road uh, with Ford and GM now adopting these much more readily available charging ports uh, that are the same as Tesla, I think you have an interesting situation where it's good for Tesla, but it's also good for making it easier for people that want to get into uh, the EV space. And, you know, from, from my uh, experience, there's always the people that don't really care about what car they drive. They want an economical car, but then you have people that really like to buy American made cars. Mm -hmm. So I think that could uh, boost supply, boost demand down the road for both of those products. Absolutely. And I want to kind of go into that point that you brought up, General Motors and Ford, obviously, obviously legacy companies, both right now uh, have stocks that have been hammered this year and from a valuation standpoint, look more attractive than some of the EV names on the market. Uh, there have been some rumors, Mike, and I'm sure you've heard about this, where it's, it's probably just talk at the stage where GM might separate its electronic vehicles uh, business away from its traditional uh, car business. I don't think that's going to happen, but it's been talk. There's been talk about it because obviously the EV business right now is not generating money, unlike the traditional business. Do you see that ever happening? And if it did, what impact would that happen in the EV space? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's interesting how they will kind of play out that narrative, but um, I'm not too sure that there would be too many, uh, too much leg to that. I mean. When you think about the potential for an electronic car, an electronic vehicle, and just how different our world could look in 10 years, I think it uh, would be somewhat of a mistake to separate it and, and not really hammer uh, out the opportunity there. But especially after this deal, I think for me, the deal uh, kind of creates the point that if they're making this deal and they're making it easier for people to uh, charge their cars and just use these cars i think it i think it bodes well for the future demand and future supply initiatives that both of these companies would have so um yes anything could happen but i'm kind of in the camp that they'll probably shift more towards the ev space down the road it might not be next year maybe in the next five years but as our society changes and, and shifts with this as well i think 
um, both GM and Ford will will kind of follow suit. Oh, absolutely. You're, you're, that's sort of where the industry is trending. Uh, Mike, going back to the issue that I brought up about demand, um, I, I'm sure you know that a few months ago, Tesla lowered its uh, prices for a few of its vehicles. Um, do, are you concerned at all about demand in the EV market in, in, at all, or do you think it might go uh, grow over time? I think it'll grow over time. I think it's it's kind of par for the course for anything, right? I mean, you have this new, the shiny new toy. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone wants a Tesla, um, and it it went from, or I, I think it will transition from, kind of this uh, niche boutique item that people buy to something that is available for everyone to buy at all price points. So, um, you know, I, I think of, I kind of relate it to a totally different market, but like think about TVs or something along those lines. Like you, you have this shiny new 60 inch TV, they have some kind of new technology and it's like $3,000. And then two years later, it's the same exact TV that people paid five grand for uh, is now trading for, or trading for is now available to purchase for like $400 or $300. So that's kind of the way that I see this market moving. Of course, you're going to have uh, the ability to really spend up and get the luxury brands or the luxury autos. But uh, at the end of the day, I think all of these automakers will have some sort of economical version of the EV. And uh, I think that's just kind of the natural path here that we're seeing rather than uh, a reaction to supply and demand, just because I think people, especially in the U.S., I think people want to be more um, green or use clean energy. So uh, I think that kind of plays into that as well. Absolutely. I think that's sort of where the trend is. Uh, real quick, Mike, what, are there any stocks in the EV space that maybe you think investors should stay away from at least in 2023? That's a great question. I mean, I think if you're investing in the space or you're trading the space, I think you just have to buckle up and get ready for the ride because a lot of these stocks, um, whether it's Tesla, whether it's GM, Ford, um, and interestingly enough, a, a couple of months ago when Tesla announced that deal with GM and Ford, it was in the beginning of June. Uh, and I think it's an important, an important point that I'm going to bring up later when we talk about some other stocks. But beginning of June, uh, Tesla rallied. It went from 160 to almost 300. Same thing with GM and Ford. Beginning of June, uh, GM went from 32 up to 42, 41-ish. Ford went from uh, 11 all the way up to 15. And all of those have sold off uh, pretty significantly. Uh, Rivian, same thing. Uh, beginning of July, went from 13 all the way up to almost 30. Huge moves there. So I think in, instead of um, you know looking at it from a lens of maybe wants to stay away from, maybe wants to invest in, I think at the very least, you need to make sure that this you realize that this space is very volatile and will continue to be very volatile as it kind of... Um, moves through the narrative and and we kind of hammer out these details that uh, in uncertainties, of course, in the industry because it's so brand new. But I, I like to take the traditional investing approach and trading approach. If I'm trying to stay away from a landmine, I think trading products that are well known, uh, trading products that have a lot of volume, whether it's stock volume, options volume, open interest in the options case, uh, I think that can only help you avoid a big, 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 big move. So like Tesla, Ford, GM, yes, they've had volatile, uh, last couple of volatile months, but they are household names. They are heavily traded. 
where Rivian, on the other hand, uh, it's moving in a similar way, but Rivian is less of a household name, certainly lower volumes across the board. So if I were to pick one where I might uh, stay away from, if I was trading one of those four, it would probably be Rivian just because of the lack of volume and open interest. But again, Rivian offers a different product than Tesla does, uh, at least a little bit, and, and also Ford and GM as well. So for me, I would say um, for conservative people out there, maybe just stick to the household names where you know people are going to be trading it. Uh, they can still have big moves, but at least you know that the volume and activity is there. Good point. When we return, we'll hear from Mike about AI stocks in the second half of 2023, including top stock picks and stocks to avoid. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So Mike, uh, let's uh, shift gears and talk about artificial intelligence stocks. Obviously, that's been one of the big topics this year in the stock market, the rise of AI and the the companies that are using this technology, specifically generative AI, uh, to their advantage. And a lot of investors are flocking to these types of stocks. Uh, what, what do you make of the AI space going into the second half of 2023? I think uh, AI is... It's an amazing phenomenon because we have, when you think of the general market, we had all of this worry. We have all of the talk of inflation and recession possibilities, et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden AI steps in and just takes the market to the moon, uh, specifically a lot of these tech stocks like uh, Google, Microsoft, NVIDIA, specifically uh, AMD. Those sort of products have really taken off. And I think I think it's here to stay. I mean, it's not this bubble. Uh, it's not a bubble like maybe we saw with the marijuana industry a couple of years ago. But, you know, AI has transformed the way that we look at things. It's transformed the tools that we use. Um, Google and Microsoft, Microsoft specifically looking at uh, implementing certain AI tools in uh, a lot of their products that they offer. So it's definitely here to stay. And I think it can only help the tech sector. It's definitely going to create more volatility around the tech sector, which we've seen as well over the last couple of months. But I think there are some opportunities uh, from what it feels like in the market and and what we've seen. I think uh, NVIDIA has been kind of the lead ship in that uh, voyage in the terms of AI boom. We've seen NVIDIA go from in the beginning of June. I'm going to keep coming back to that because the beginning of June was kind of when all these stocks started taking off and NVIDIA rallied aggressively from 280 all the way up to a high of 480. Um, And you see some of these other stocks that are definitely going to participate, uh, but maybe they haven't just yet. And I really think that right now through the end of the year, 
volatility in the in the general market thinking of the vix we're still in the teens in the vix which tells us we're kind of in the that middle ground we're at that average in terms of implied volatility for the overall market but i would like to call out apple in particular just because when i look at a lot of these stocks uh especially the household name stocks where everybody uh almost every household in america has some sort of product that is offered by apple microsoft nvidia uh, Netflix even. So looking at Apple specifically, this stock over the last week, uh, the last couple of weeks really has has come down from the highs right around 195. And uh, I think it's interesting when you look at the time frame of where the stock is now relative to when the boom happened with AI. So I keep coming back to that beginning of June when NVIDIA took off and AI took off and TSM Another one that I'll talk about in a little bit, but if you look at uh, a chart of Apple, you'll see that Apple is uh, right around the you know price in, that it was in the beginning of June. So ultimately, you're getting the current price of Apple. If you if you are an Apple bullish person, if you're bullish Apple, you think it's going to rally back to the highs it's realized this year. Uh, Apple is pretty much trading around uh, the range that it was in beginning of June before all of these other stocks took off. So uh, I think that's interesting. But again, you have your NVIDIA uh, that's been flying around like crazy. Um, and TSM, I think, is another one. TSM, um, we've actually had one of our one of my colleagues write an article on tastylive.com about this. But uh, TSM, when you, when you look at uh, price to earnings ratios, PE ratios, the difference between TSM and NVIDIA is so staggering. It's a massive difference. And TSM is still uh, producing plenty of gains on the year, uh, but it's not nearly as much as NVIDIA. And I think it, that could be related to just the fact that TSM isn't necessarily a household name. Um, but if I were to hang my hat in two products that I kind of like just to keep an eye on for the rest of the year, it, for in this sector in particular, I would say it's probably Apple. See what they do there and TSM. Interesting. Those are, those are two good stocks in that space to look out for. Um, real quick, Mike, in about a minute or so, what what are some stocks that are dabbling in AI that maybe investors should avoid, at least for the time being? Yeah, and I think uh, it's a great question. I mean, a lot of, I, I would say, be very wary of stocks that you normally wouldn't expect to be in the AI space that are now talking about AI on their earnings calls. Uh, there's a lot of companies out there. Uh, it's hard to name one in particular, but back when we had the blockchain boom and the Bitcoin boom, I remember, uh, I think it was Green Mountain Coffee Roasters was talking about how they're going to start using blockchain and their stock rallied to the moon for no reason. Radio Shack was another one uh, that mentioned blockchain on their earnings call and it sent that stock to the moon. So. If you're new to this space and you're not familiar with some of these products like the ticker symbol AI or NVDA, NVIDIA or TSM, I would just be wary of products that you're, if you question it, if you're like, do, do, are they really going to be in the AI space? Uh, are they not? I would kind of stay away from those. I would stick uh, in particular to the tech stocks that are well-known, very similar to my answer with uh, EV and sticking with you know your Fords, your GMs, your Teslas, household names that are traded a lot. Look at the volumes uh, of the shares that are trading each day. 
make sure the options markets are liquid uh, and active if you're trading them. But that would be my uh, overarching suggestion would just be to, you know, avoid the stocks that are talking about AI that you might not really think are going to are going to stay in the AI space. Yeah, it's it's certainly an interesting time right now to be in the stock market looking at all sorts of companies that have not traditionally been involved in technology or at least in artificial intelligence and now they're including uh, that buzzword in their earnings releases it's 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 incredibly interesting so 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 mike real quick in about 20 seconds or so what what are you um are you still bullish on ai as a as a big investing theme for the rest of 2023 yeah absolutely i think ai uh, again is here to stay and tech has been transforming the way we look at things uh just think about you know two years ago, you didn't have the ability to ask uh, a chat bot, you know, everything about the world and have it give you a a pretty good answer. So I think it's uh, going to transform the way we work. I think it's going to transform the way we mine information and data. Um, So yeah, I think it's it's definitely here to stay. And just like anything else, you're going to have companies that use it well, and that might be reflected in their stock price. You're going to have companies that don't use it well or maybe don't use it at all and kind of find fall behind the curve. So, again, I think just make sure your risk is in check. Make sure you are doing uh, your due diligence when it comes to investing in something or or fading something. If you're taking a bear stance, uh, mm-hmm. make sure that you have your logical reasons for it and also you know have a plan for when things go right, when things go wrong. I yeah. think uh, that's the best way to approach anything, but especially mm-hmm. a volatile market like the AI space yeah. and the EV space for that matter. Well, well said, Mike. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the Early Bird Podcast today to talk about EV stocks and AI stocks in 2023. It was really great commentary and really great insights that you brought on here. Uh, Before we wrap up the show, I just have one final question for you, Mike, and it's the most important question of today's discussion. That question for you, Mike, is if you took a year off and could do anything you wanted for that year, what would you do? (laughs) That is a great question. Um, Well, my brother is has recently moved to Hawaii and uh, he's on Maui actually. So uh, thoughts and prayers to everyone out there that's affected by the fire out there. But uh, yeah, if I had, if I could take a year off, uh, I would go join him in his kite surfing and surfing endeavors instead of just watching videos of him do it. That's my final answer for sure. Thank you again to Mike Butler for sharing your insights on EV and AI stocks. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.